Inside Gaming is sponsored by ExpressVPN. Don't let hackers steal your financial details. Secure your data at expressvpn.com inside. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to Inside Gaming Daily. For Thursday, let's talk E3, the dinosaur of gaming that might have gone extinct this year. Game makers are whipping up their own online announcements, and uh, everything's fine and cool. <laughs> I hear the bell tolling in the distance for E3. Dog. <laughs> yeah, we'll get into some of the data that backs up our argument here. But first, let's chat about E3 itself. You might remember E3 as one of the biggest gaming conventions in the world, at least it, it used to be. Uh, back in the day, E3 was the place to unveil your new games and consoles. It could basically guarantee that millions of eyeballs would be on your product. But thanks to competition from the internet, it's been on the decline for a while. And to make matters worse, this year's E3 was called off because of the coronavirus, just like the rest, everything else, the rest of the world. Yep. Remember when it was a news story when a thing was canceled? Yeah, E3 wasn't alone in being canceled. Basically, every large gathering of people, whether it's video games, concerts, or sports, has been 86th this year. Ooh, a little and kitchen time, lingo. That's it. That's kitchen lingo. I mean, it's, I don't think it comes from there, but it's oh, used there. Okay. I'd ask you not to mislead me again. And at the time when they announced E3's cancellation, we wondered on this channel, will it ever come back? Mm. We're just pacing, but pacing the halls, looking down. Will it ever come back? Turns out, uh, maybe not. Yeah, because E3, uh, in its absence, publishers and console makers have learned that they they really might not need it anymore. Uh, of course, E3 has been having issues for a, a long time uh, with companies and developers bowing out in favor of doing their own thing. But now we've got some data that shows that that end might might actually be here. R.I.P. Put a candle in your window tonight for a... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> E3. Go get a um, high grab and pour that out. So this comes from a recent report from researcher Super Data, who noted that after E3 was canceled, lots of game makers were forced to do their own announcements. They concluded that so far, it looks like the biggest publishers will be absolutely fine without big conferences like E3. So yeah, sorry, E3. I mean, it, it makes sense, though, because like E3 was, was necessary before, you know, streaming your own press conference was available because it was an industry right. event to get people to come get excited and invest in your properties. So it doesn't really need, make sense as a consumer show. Of course, companies like PlayStation and Blizzard have been doing their own events for years, and Nintendo has been using directs for the same purpose, although they typically hold a big direct that was timed around E3. You could watch a Nintendo direct live from the Nintendo booth. Yeah. They had a big the dream house. That. Like the <laughs> the tree house. Yeah. But how did these solo events compared to the most recent E3? Well, if you're a big company, your announcement probably did just fine. Uh, Superdata pointed yeah. to Sony's big reveal of the PS5 in June. It had an average Twitch viewership of more than 1.5 million people. That is way ahead of Xbox's E3 briefing in 2019, uh, which did less than a million average viewers. So, turns out not cannibalizing things kind of helps. And it handily beat Nintendo's E3 Direct from last year. It also more than doubled the viewership of the Game Awards in 2019. So, Sony clearly wasn't hurt by not having E3 as a platform to debut the PS5. Yeah. Now, that's a big caveat. The PS5 reveal was a massive news story, uh, much bigger than any of those events from 2019. So, of course, it's going to have more viewers. They teased it out, didn't tease it out at all. They were completely silent for months and months and months. And yeah. Was just like, I would, I would say the PlayStation 5 reveal is probably the biggest news story of 2020. I can't think of <laughs> yeah, anything yeah, else no, that's it's, more it's newsworthy this year. Yeah. It's up there. Mm, yeah. I mean, I guess. No? no? I was about to say Amy Winehouse, but then I was like, no, that was a while ago. Kurt Cobain. Maybe. Still alive. Still a while ago. But it's also proof that Sony doesn't need E3 to get attention, right? 
co-host. Superdata also used a more direct comparison. This year's Ubisoft Forward Stream compared to the developer's E3 broadcast last year. The Forward Stream did much better. With an average viewership of more than a million viewers on Twitch versus 750,000 for Ubisoft's E3 presentation in 2019. Yeah, as Superdata put it, big publishers don't need E3 if they can generate hype through the promise of big announcements or other incentives to watch. There is a downside, though, to E3 possibly going away. Uh, Superdata noted that indie and mid-sized developers may fall behind during this new normal. And, I mean, that sucks. That's, that's not something yeah. none of us want to see here. Yeah, for smaller companies, E3 still provides the opportunity to get attention, and there's some data to support that, too. Super, maybe even. Super. Data. The PC gaming show, which focuses mainly on indie to mid-sized games, saw a huge drop in viewership this year compared to 2019. Last year it averaged more than 141,000 viewers, this year just 68,000. Also, not a great show. For some reason, two hours long. It did not need to be. Superdata wrote, without the likelihood of headline-grabbing announcements, some viewers may not have felt it was worth tuning in when the event wasn't already part of wall-to-wall -wall E3 press conferences. So, basically the big boys can do just fine skipping E3, but the little fish still need that attention. Superdata wrote that until big in-person gaming events return, the most successful small developers will be those who can form partnerships with platform holders and top publishers. And they used an example of the indie game Bug Snacks, which got a lot of buzz when its trailer was included during the PlayStation 5 reveal. Yeah, we, yeah, we, we saw quite a bit of that this year. It's indie games getting attached to these alongside gigantic platform announcements and getting a really decent amount of attention. Especially like Nintendo's, uh, Nintendies, right? That's what they call it? Nindies? Nindies, Nindies yeah. yeah. Nindies. Uh, and games Game Pass is, is a, we've reported here on this channel, as a boon to indie developers. Some disagree, but most of them are, are pretty on board with it. I don't know. But I mean, if your game is included in one of those big events, it is naturally going to drum up a lot more interest than you could get on your own. I will miss taking pictures with, with the Harvest Moon cow at the Natsume booth, though. That's not an indie, is no, it? No, but it's over there in that indie neighborhood where, like, oh, okay. you don't really know what anything else. There has got to be a lot of competition to get included in one of those showcases. I don't think it's just an open door policy to get your game on the PlayStation conference, but as for E3, it's been well reported that it had been having problems long before the coronavirus. Yeah, even before this year's E3 was canceled, Sony had already announced that it wasn't going to attend for the second year in a row, which is not good because Nintendo hasn't been attending E3 for years in person, leaving Microsoft as the sole console maker. But then in February, industry veteran Jeff Keighley, who hosted the E3 Coliseum and has attended the last 25 E3s in a row, announced that he too would be skipping this year's event. Oh, no. And when Jeff bows out. Yeah, E3 was like, <coughs> yeah, we're also probably not feeling up to it. Yeah, it sounded like he didn't like the new format that was being planned for E3, along with every single other person who read that headline. After yep. years of defections and declining attendance, the ESA hit the panic button last year and said they planned to rebrand E3 as a fan, media, and influencer festival for 2020. I forgot which that. Is I totally forgot that it was going to be like an influencer fest. like hell. You are finally able to wait three and a half hours in a line on the show floor to play Fortnite, a game which is free to play that's been mm -hmm. out for years. Yeah, but one but of your favorite influencers might be there. Exactly. You can take yep. a picture in the hamster ball. Oh, and another bad sign. Even before E3 2020 was canceled, the company that the ESA hired to be the creative director for this year's event, well, they quit after just five weeks on the job. Cool. Very cool. Mm. 
The gaming merchandise and events company IM8Bit tweeted in March that they were resigning as creative directors. They didn't give a specific reason, but they wish the organizers the best of luck. And IM8Bit's cool. They're so a cool company. They're hot. Yeah, after the cancellation of the whole show was announced, there was immediate speculation that E3 might never come back. Kind of like when someone at your job goes on vacation and then and you realize that you really <laughs> didn't need them. Or in our case, sabbatical. And then we realized we did need them. Desperately. Oh, did we? <laughs> yeah, this cancellation came at the worst possible time for E3. It was already wounded and this might just be the final blow. Jason Schreier, friend of the show, uh, talked about this possibility, tweeting at the time, if E3 2020 is canceled and the video game publishers wind up doing digital events instead, I expect most of them to look at how little they lose by not being there and how much money they save and follow Sony's lead in ditching E3 permanently. Big existential moment here. Yes, E3 is an old school event and there are big costs to being a part of it. Even if you're a little fish, back in 2014, it was reported that a 200 square foot booth at E3 would cost a developer over $3,000 a day, and that's not including electricity. But I'm a nasty little fish. Ooh, I'm a little fish that just wants a jolt. We can booths. say from experience that like, you even have to pay for your own internet connection, and there's, oh, you, it's not like you can have a, you can have a one, you can have a good one, it's like, you, you can be screwed by not having enough budget for decent internet. You have to uh, pay for a power strip. Yeah, yeah, and if you bring your own stuff, a Teamster will curb, curb stomp you. These conventions you pay for, if you can imagine it, you are paying for it. So obviously some of the smaller developers feel that the exposure of being at E3 is worth those costs, but the big boys like Nintendo and Sony have decided that it's that it's just squarely not. The ESA yeah. though promised that they'll be back next year, saying that they've got plans for E3 2021 as a reimagined event that brings fans, media, and the industry together in a showcase that celebrates the global video game industry. No mention of influencers there though. Whew. Phew. They also told one person on Twitter that, rest assured our team is already planning for E3 2021 and we hope to see you there. But if these numbers are any guide, E3 might not have an audience to come back to or it might have to drastically change its focus to highlight smaller devs and provide more of a fan-based experience. Kind of goes against the whole point of E3. Yeah. <laughs> at that point, it's like, yeah. why are you still doing it then? Yeah, at that point, it's just like a fan meetup. Uh, yeah. Because the big players have learned a big lesson about E3. They big don't need it. I big don't need it. <laughs> I, don't, I don't need it. I definitely oh, don't man. need it. No, thank we you. Should, we should get a fan and, and influencer fest going. Get all sure. the big ones. Like, um, who's an influencer? Grumpy Cat? Grumpy Cat died. Lil, Lil Bub. Is Lil Bub still actually, Lil Bub just passed as well. Gabe the dog. Maybe we could get Gabe. Oh, also dead. Dead. Yeah. Damn. All the tolerable <laughs> influencers are dead. <laughs>